Last time on Cursebreaker. Holy shit, y'all. <laughs> we killed a dragon. Well, we didn't kill it. Even better. Snack had every opportunity to do so, and he turned the other cheek. I'm, I'm just so darn proud. After that, Joe was ready to call it quits, and we let him take a portal straight into a prison cell in the heart of Tildry. Now we just need to divvy up this treasure and see where this passage leads out to. I'm feeling good. If a full-sized dragon can't stop us, I'm not sure anything can. We had, sorry, we, you all, had just uh, gotten rid of the dragon Vixie. Uh, it flew out of this uh, mountain caldera. Uh, Joe was sent back to Tildry, leaving just the lot of you in this chamber to divvy up your dragon treasures and whatever else is left behind here. Emery and Law are standing in the threshold of this room, um, kind of talking over what their next moves are going to be. As you guys are handing out treasures to each other, uh, Law steps forward and says, uh, I think I'm actually feeling good enough to fly. He uh, kind of flaps his arms up and down a little bit inside the room, and you see a couple uh, smoldering feathers like fall away from him. He says, maybe. Are, are you sure, dude? You could travel back with us if you're not feeling up to it. Where are y'all headed? Where are we headed? Uh, I think Vindorn eventually. Yeah, that's the final destination. Uh at the mention of that Tibio, uh, you all hear this stone scraping, and you think it's the sarcophagus lid coming off again, but you actually see a door in the back of this chamber start to slide open. Uh, it looks much like the door of markings, kind of a mirror of what you had come from. Uh, we should probably check that out, right? What's that? Probably. Um, Tibio sneaks up to the door, not literal sneaking, just like tentative walking. Yeah. <laughs> Looking down this pathway, uh, there's a bunch of like old dusty cobwebs, but the stonework in here is immaculate compared to everything else. You have it in your head that this might be the first time anyone has ever looked into this passage since its creation. It looks untouched aside from, you know, dust and spiders. Can I uh, investigate a little bit and see what's going on there? I don't want to fall into a trap. Sure. 14. Um, it, it, it does not look like this was constructed in the same way that the rest of this place was. I would hedge that against the idea that if no one has been down this way, they wouldn't have set off traps that might be there. You think the traps are over with, but you would not <laughs> stake your life on it. Sure. Um, should we explore back here or do we want to collect ourselves before we move on? Does it seem safe, uh... We all know how this weirdo loves traps. Uh, it looks fine. It looks untouched, but that is no guarantee. I, <clears throat> I just need another minute. <clears throat> you oh. uh, look over and see Emery is walking over to a bunch of jars and vials uh, that had been left behind by Joe. You can see he's like wiping some like pinkish red residue off the inside of one of the jars and like trying to get it like in his mouth and in his gums. And he's like, there's still a little bit of healing potion in some of these. I don't know. Hold on. Um, <laughs> I let loose a thunder wave. Okay. <laughs> Rip Bert, a big one. Bert instinctively flinches. <laughs> <laughs> I do not surge. 
Um, everyone in a 15-foot cube. 10 HP to everyone. Thank you. Ah, oh, that's nice. Um, <clears throat> Emery kind of like straightens his back and like looks you straight in the eyes, Uli, as the healing kind of washes over him. And there's this um, almost like cherub-like angelic hum as a thunder wave rolls out instead of a deafening blast. And it's just like this. <laughs> and like you can see a couple of the jars on the shelves start to like rumble and levitate in the air as they're overwhelmed with healing magic. And then when the hum ends, all the jars just fall and shatter on the ground. I meant to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably for the best. All of Joe's potions could have been poisoned. Yeah, pro- it's very likely. It was very intentional to destroy mm. those. Um, I'm going to take the patch off and replace it with Dave. Okay. Do uh, you, uh, you feel okay, Emery? Uh, he kind of like rolls his shoulders and says, I do now. Yeah. Okay. Good. He, Why don't you go down the hall and check uh, for traps down here? He like looks over at you and he says, "Do I look okay?" And like he's got like burns and like he like I said, he's down to his trousers, like and like a couple belts for his sword and stuff. But he's like mostly like been scorched nude. Am I? I look okay, don't I? Ew. I think you look wonderful given the circumstances, and I am glad that you are okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tibio. Anyway, he uh, gives a thumbs up. He walks towards that uh, passageway and kind of peeks in and opens the stone door a little wider. And he looks back at all of you and he says, so we're going this way? After you? Yeah, he can Probably kicks them in. No, I'm just kidding. She doesn't. Oh, my God. (laughs) Just kidding. Seems pretty much normal. Anybody have a light? Uh, I uh, light up a haunted candle from episode one. Dope. Okay. Yeah, you just kind of uh, light it and, and push it gently towards Emery, and it kind of floats into the room. And you see him like kind of glance behind himself, and he goes, "Oh, oh, spooked me!" <laughs> and he just grabs it and like walks with it. Um, what? It, okay. He keeps walking until he's just kind of a glimmer at the like end of where you see the tunnel cut off, and he says, uh, "It turns down here." Are we gonna follow him? Tibio yeah. shrugs We're and go- follows him. Yeah. We're going. Yeah, I'm going. I'll follow him. Um, Law says, I'll see y'all again real soon. I just, I got to spread the news about Vixie. I know a lot of people that are, they're ready to get on with their lives. Oh, Law, um, Mr. Law, could you go to um, this, there's this place where there are very many uh, refugees who are hiding from the dragon. Would you be able to go to them and tell them that it is safe? And I give him directions to the place. (laughs) My brother's there, so it would it would be really nice if oh. you could. Really? Benth is there? <laughs> D- a different one. Oh, oh, Barrett's there? Uh, a different one. Oh, Other o- one. Ulrich's there? No, it's Dor. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Angry one. All right. I had forgotten his name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we got to get through all the other brothers. <laughs> goes, all right, um... I think I know where that burned village is you were talking about. So, yeah, I think I can find that place. Yes, it is very close. And if you wait, if you cannot find it, someone will come out eventually. There is a, a football named Kevin. Kevin, the the serial killer? What? No, I'm just joking. Uh, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> Hold on. No, that's how Law says he's joking. He goes, I'm just joking. <laughs> and then he flaps away. Oh, my God. <laughs> That was, <laughs> the, 
Um, I'm going in the tunnel. Okay, bye. Uh, before we do that, are we are we leaving behind the cobalt dwelling? Well, if if Snack wants to like do something about the bodies or see his like enclave again, I mean, this would be the time to do it. That's I think. okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Hey, hey, Snack, are you are you coming with us? Are you all right after everything that just happened? I feel I must say goodbye to my siblings. Oh, oh yeah, of course. Are, are they all okay? They weren't part of the... I, I don't believe so. Uh, do you want company? Yeah, yes. You wouldn't be able to tell if any of them were his family, right? Yeah, uh, yes, I, I might be able to. Let me, uh, let us go check snack and then, and then we can go see our family one more time. Yes. Hey, hey, Amory, we're, we gotta take a detour. We'll check out the tunnel a little later. Huh? <laughs> He's like so far down there. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> we'll cut to this, um scene we're kind of like pulling out looking at snack and tibio standing on the middle of the bridge you can see all these like scorch marks and broken pieces of stone where vixie had collided with the bridge and tibio you raise your arm and, and snack you see kobolds of all states of decay and burn begin to climb the bridge and kind of like line up and then like lay themselves to rest can i tell if any of these are related to snack Probably all of them are in some way related to Snack. You know, they're part of his brood. Sure. Um, but Snack, you know, they're in various states of being burned. Um, you don't recognize really anyone here. Thank you, Tibio. I believe these are not my siblings. Yes. Um, I cannot tell you their way, but I think you are right. Let's go find out for sure. Whoa. Snack. Snack, how? How is this? You uh, look up to your left, the way you came in. Snack, you see your little brother, Martin. He is like toddling down the giant steps and calling out to you. And he's just like flopping his like oversized cobalt feet, Um, like walking towards you. Okay, I'm going to quickly use minor illusion to make a giant um, pile of shit like in front of the cobalt bodies. (laughs) Oh, okay, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you just like cover the whole thing in like debris. And it's a big dragon dump. Refuse. He specifically said shit. Uh, yeah, I did. Okay. It's a big pile of poop. Uh, that's okay. the only thing Snack could think of. It's okay. high yeah. honor. Uh, careful, Martin. It's uh, that's dragon poop over there. Um, wow, that's very it's hot. so big. Yes, yes. Don't get any closer. Don't look too closely. Did you make the dragon go away? Mm, yes, Martin. Yes, he did. The dragon will be back, but he will no longer be so mean. Snack made him change his mind. You made a dragon go away? (laughs) (laughs) I can't look at your face when you're doing this. Yes, Martin. Um, He hugs your leg. Mid-talking to him, he's just upon you, and he's like grasping your leg, just kind of wrapped around it. Martin, does our father treat you well? Are you... Do you feel safe? I can't help but notice you are also small for kobold your age. Time is bad. Older brothers say never worse, but Papa eats last. Martin, um, I believe this dragon is no longer a threat to you or father or the others. He's wrong, you know. Wrong? How is Papa wrong? He's wrong about some things. 
Are you right about everything? Yes, but that's not important right now. Mm-hmm. I want you to know a few things, Martin. One, hot cocoa is fucking awesome. It is real. If you ever have the opportunity, do seek it. Hot cocoa? The sun gets easier, should you ever brave the surface world. And trusting others is not always weakness. Sometimes yes, but you'll know when it's okay. You've got a lot of funny ideas. Hmm. I'm going to telepathy to snack. Snack? We should we should bring him with us. Uh, amid this, snack, you also hear... <laughs> Uh, I step in front of Martin and look around for this sound. You track it down uh, in this pile of illusory shit. There is one kobold that is not yet dead, just kind of uh, rousing to life. Tibio, can can you help with this? What it? Uh, he's not dead yet. Like, uh, yes. Um. Let me see. Uh. I I might be able to help. Uh, Martin, when was the last time your family ate, had a good meal? Oh. Hmm. We got to eat a whole goblin last week. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, well, a week ago, that's pretty bad. What if I were to say you could be treated to a nice hero's feast? I'd say, don't pull my leg, shark guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't dream of it. He says, no, I want hot cocoa. I th- think that can be arranged. Why don't we all go down these stairs and have some nice hot cocoa? Martin, like, reaches up uh, at you, Bert, like, to be picked up. <laughs> okay. And he just goes, hot cocoa! <laughs> I do a wink at Bert, but it's a side eye wink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wander over to the dying but not dead kobold mm-hmm. and give a little healing word at first level. Okay. So that'd be six. Okay. Yeah. Cobalt is stabilized and probably close to fully healed. Um, <laughs> um, uh, it stands uh, immediately up out of the shit pile and uh, looks over at Snack. Uh, it's still kind of like scorched and a little roughed up, but it's alive. Uh, again, doesn't look like anybody you'd recognize Snack, but it understands exactly what's happened here, at least to the degree that you've saved it. Uh, it seems at a loss for words, but it bows its head to you as it would a dragon. Uh, I give a slight nod and with thaumaturgy, um, let out a <laughs> little bit of just like golden wispy smoke out of my nostrils mm. and it, my eyes flash a little. It bows like even lower and kind of like presses its forehead to the ground and it says, my life is yours. Would you become a suitor for a snack? It, uh, you can see that suggestion kind of like roll over it and it's like, there's an impact to it. Like it knows what it must do. It says, of course. Not now would I take you up on this offer, but I much appreciate it. You see the little one, and I give a nod towards Martin. He nods. He is of my brood. I will eat him. What? what? No. Please do, <laughs> please do not do that. Not eat him. It's, yes. a, it's inappropriate for me to laugh. It's my brother. Um, he is small, but he will be strong and... Please ensure he survives for when I return. This I can do. You have saved Razorfinger. Razorfinger. Fantastic. Thank you, Razorfinger. That's your name? Uh, You may call me. Um, 
perfect, Keck. Um, farewell, and do uh, what kobolds do best. But you don't want me to eat him, right? Nobody, well, <laughs> except for that one. That's the one exception, yeah. Yes, okay. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. He uh, kind of watches over Martin and then looks back up at you, and he's like, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you can have hot cocoa, too, I suppose, yes. He does the, like, elbow into his own gut, like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Emery is uh, anxious to get a going. Hey, guys. I, yeah. What What is taking so long? I got some hot cocoa and bacon brewing down here if anyone wants some. That sounds like an awful combination, <laughs> but okay. It's kind of a cobalt-centered meal. I can have some hot cocoa. <laughs> Holly flies over on her broom Okay. and grabs a cup. Let's call that a short rest. Yeah. Sure. Cool. With a hero's feast. But, you know, fuck Emery. Well... Uh, I'll bring some to Emery. Snack, I just remembered I need a thousand gold to cover the cost of the spell. Ah, well, um, <laughs> I hit the mallet on the ground and summon Marco Bingo. Okay. What? Uh, oh. You just oh, hear this. <laughs> Crap. Um, oh, uh, this I am. This is the weirdest day. Yes, we don't have a lot of time, Marco. Uh, on behalf of uh, Farewell, uh, me here, Snack, is just asking for a. Some, uh, uh, do we have some, uh, dividend from Farewell's investments? Perhaps a thousand gold? You know Farewell. Um, his money's kind of tied up right now, Snack. I'm, mm. I'm actually talking with some people right now. Is this gonna help, Bert? I don't... Do you have a gem-encrusted bowl on you? Just the one? Oh, perfect. Uh, that'll do. <laughs> do you have any collateral? Bacon? <laughs> oh, guys... We just killed a dragon. We probably have collateral. Yeah, I I have to assume it's for a good reason. Very good. Very, very good. Yes. She, uh, she takes off a ring from her finger and gives you a gem-encrusted ring. We'll wow. say that'll work. Um, <laughs> the fuck? She's like, listen, we're making some big moves. I'm actually talking to some investors right now. I'm actually out of Tildry. Investors? This might be a... And she disappears. <laughs> investors? <laughs> I wonder what... That was all about. Well, no, didn't she mention something about funding for the tower? Yeah, to rebuild the tower. Yeah, who's this farewell guy? Uh, Bert was talking about him. You said you know him, Snack. I know farewell. Yes. You do? Yes. Hey, um, remember when we said friends don't keep secrets? I don't know if it's for me to say. Tibio was messing around with all the kobold bodies and making sure that they were all all the bones were in their correct places and that yeah. they were all buried um, separately but close together as a little buried brood um, and he comes back up and says are, are we going? Uh, I think Emery is waiting for us. He's like come on. Yes, Snack is good at uh, triggering traps so. Uh, do we all eat this hero's feast? I will have some. Yeah, what does it do? What do we get from a short rest and hero's feast? Um, so short rest you can use your hit die to recover HP uh, everyone gets 14 hit points, and also your max HP is increased by 14 for 24 hours. Nice. So did we use Margot's wedding ring for that? <laughs> I feel a little weird about it. Please remind me to pay her back. Mm, it might be her guild ring. I don't know if... I don't think Margot is married. So Holly is zooming around everyone on the bridge eating this hero's feast and she's sipping her hot cocoa on her broom, like perched on the broom. And she's like, all right, can we get going now? I think Emery's waiting and she's holding a cup of hot cocoa. And she's like, I really just don't want this to cool down too much. (laughs) 
uh, yeah, Law takes a uh, couple bagels to go off the Hero's Feast and uh, flies out of there. <laughs> Emery never left the cave tunnel once he got in there. He was like dead set on getting ready to go. <laughs> so Holly, you show up with uh, an extra cup of cocoa and a little snack for him. Drink this. <laughs> and she shoves it in his chest and spills a little bit on him. <laughs> He's like, my burns. Yeah, he uh, he starts down the tunnel, uh, leading the party, strangely as that is, uh, sipping his cocoa. Holly doesn't walk anywhere anymore. She's flying on her broom, <laughs> just hovering yeah. as much as possible. Snack runs up to walk slightly in front of Emery. Okay. Yeah, he does this thing every now and then where he like decidedly gets ahead of you <laughs> just to piss you off. <sighs> Holly just flies behind them and is like giggling to herself like, oh, Man. those idiots. <laughs> Pissing contest. Yep. It becomes obvious pretty soon that uh, definitely nobody has ever been down this tunnel. Um, you guys are the first people to ever set foot in here. Um, despite that, you do notice some signs of damage. It looks like natural geological damage. There are some like minor cave-ins in here. And you can see this part of the tunnel where some like loose silt had like spilled into it, almost entirely closing off this mm. area that you're moving into now. Um, Suffice to say, it's not a perfect journey, um, but you've been on foot for well over a mile now. On broom. On, on broom. <laughs> um, Holly also, like halfway down, she realizes Sal was stashed in her pack for mm. a little bit, mm-hmm. um, just hiding out. So she pulls him out and lets him walk beside everyone on the t- just on the floor. So As he's walking, he looks up at you, Holly, and says, mm, what became of Joe? Oh, well, we... Ended up sending him away, locking him up behind bars. Mm. Yes, I had my suspicions that he might have been a um, criminal of sorts. Your suspicions, huh? Well, I don't exactly know all of your laws and policies, but he was in it for himself, wasn't he? Yeah, I suppose so. Well, actually, I don't suppose so. We learned that he was trying to, in his own way, do the right thing. I don't know. Tibio, I feel like this is a moral gray area that you could shed more light on. He was going about it all wrong, but he is right that Moja, also whatever, needs to be dealt with. Hmm. Interesting philosophy. Are you a bad person if you do the right thing the wrong way? Hmm... Not a bad person, but not necessarily a good person either. Mm, so complicated. So glad I'm a cat. C'est la vie. And then the whole room starts shaking. Yeah, I was going to do an investigation. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's not a trap. It's an earthquake. Oh, great. The stones above you immediately come loose, uh, and it's bludgeoning damage immediately. Telekinesis. Ah! Okay, yeah, Uli uh, burns her telekinesis holding up some of those rocks, but you see a lot of that loose, what? House of Surge. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, c- yeah, continue but, what you're doing, I'll No, before what... I say another okay. word, you know where that goes. So useful. Uh, each creature within 30 feet of you becomes invisible for the next minute. <laughs> Is that all of us? Yes, I don't know if I also become invisible. What? Are we creatures? Oh, yeah. We creatures. Is that bad? It's just different. All right. No, I... (laughs) Uh, As if this wasn't confusing and difficult enough, Mm -hmm. you all turn invisible and immediately lose track of each other. Uh, Oh, fuck. Is everyone here? Where'd you go? I'm so sorry. 
I can you all hear me? I'm sorry to cut you off, but there literally is no time to talk in this situation. <laughs> um, I need everybody to roll a d20 and tell me where you land on that. Flat d20, no bonuses. Everyone? Everyone. 19. 16. 15. 3. 4. All right. Uh, that is the separation. Uh, Tibio and Holly, uh, you are separated by loose silt that pours into this room and cuts off the group from each other. Uh, Holly and Tibio are now in this uh, eight foot by 10 foot pocket of low oxygen that is rapidly closing off. The rest of you still have okay. rocks pelting overhead. Uli, the cave-in is becoming too much to hold up with telekinesis. Uh, Where did Emery fall? Emery is on your side with a natural one. Where did Sal fall? Uh, your side. He'll stay okay. with you. Okay. Are we all here? Are we okay? I'm here. Oh, fuck. Tibio sounds far away. All right, uh, snack? <laughs> yeah, these rocks hurt. I don't like this place. I don't like this place either. Are, uh, are you behind this big pile, Holly? <laughs> Guys, I can't hold up anymore. We should make a break for it. Holly, can you portal out or something? I guess we run back and hope for the best. All right, well, this is... I, I fly r really fast. Snack, you with your insane fly speed are able to like Aladdin fly out of here as the whole place is collapsing <laughs> around you. Uh, you explode back into the original chamber or close to it anyway. You can see the original like light up there. Um, there is another cave in behind you separating you from your other party members. Hmm. Potentially. You can't see them. Right. <laughs> before before this all happened, could, could we see ahead of ourselves in this hallway? Because yeah. we had a little bit of light. Yep. You couldn't see like the end of it, but it continued forward. I'm going to tell to Holly, can you get out of here on your own? Uh, yeah, I think so. Just go. If you cannot, if you cannot take me with you, just go. Okay. Go ahead. What about Emery? Is he, I think he's Try to us. take him if you can. Emery's not responding. Crap. Uh, can we feel around? Are you give here, me a, Give me an investigation check. Okay. Find Emery. Uh, Sal yeah. finds you, Holly. Okay. Can you find Emery? Help us. Uh, investigation would be 24. Yeah, you find him right away. You can feel him. He must have been bludgeoned by something. He's like breathing, but he's he's like laying down on the ground. I would like to use some of my bones to encapsulate mm -hmm. Emery. Mm -hmm. Are you going to be inside that too? So yeah, I'm going to encapsulate me and Emery and use the bones to try and start crawling out of this mess. Okay. I was just going to freak out. And <laughs> I was just gonna freak out. No, I I wanted it to be kind of like a God. I can't I can't believe I keep doing this shit. You're so stupid and like like I'm the reason everything fucked up. Uli, mm -hmm. Uli, no, what? It's not your fault. We can get out of this. I we're stuck and it's just it keeps coming down and I don't know. I we weren't prepared for. A it's all right. Ooh, ooh, do you have your tankard? I do. Uh. I like fumble for it. Bert, you're gonna you're gonna die here with me and it's my fault. No, it's not your fault. And you, then I you huff on that tankard, I'll <laughs> try to figure out a way out of it. <laughs> <laughs> start hyperventilating into it. Bert, as soon as you say try to like console her, uh, the the direction you're looking, you see a boulder four times the size of Uli just like close off the way. Toward the entrance. The way you came, yeah. And it like it would have killed Uli if it had moved maybe like twelve inches. Okay. So are um, Bert and I separated now. No. Okay. Tibio is gonna cast see invisibility. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that he can see his friends. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and then before they die. <laughs> As you cast that, Tibio, uh, the timing is a little confusing. Right around the time that you cast See Invisibility, you also see this little blue circle open up right in front of you. And you see another one in that same room. And now you can see Emery. He's sort of a, he almost looks like a glossy outline of Emery that you can see through the invisibility now. Mm-hmm. But there's two little blue circles standing in front of both of you. Um, I'm going to look real close at that. Okay. When you look in to see it, like when you get real close, it's about the size of a quarter. Okay. It's almost like you're looking through a peephole into an idyllic garden. I grab Emery. And I telepathy to Holly. Mm-hmm. Holly, I think there is a way out. There is some sort of magic in this room. Uh, try to look at it. If you cannot see it with your eyes, try to look with the weave. I'm just going to go for it. I don't want Emery or myself to die here. And I'm going to touch the okay. one of the circles. Holly, Tibio's in this little pocket of bones with Emery, but you're on the outside of that. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Um, Holly hears Tibio saying that to her and she will um, be like oh yeah the weave Uh, and she like was in panic so didn't really like even think about it and so um, she like eyes glaze over and she looks for the weave in this room um, and she just like doesn't even know what to like look for really but she's trying to see what's going on so when you open your eyes to the weave you see this bright line shoot towards you like it's the trail of an arrow and then it stops right in front of you and then it opens up into this little blue circle but you can see this vortex leading off to the northeast you also see another one of those arrows like streak across the sky and land some few hundred feet behind you um holly touches it okay with one finger snack you have uh left sight of all of your friends um you can see an open path to go back to the main chamber. Um, where you are, the cave-in is no longer a problem. The rumbling is less severe here, and there's no sand filling in. What do you do? So it's just sand in front of me where I came from? Yeah. Just a pile of it? Yep. Mm-hmm. I just breathe fire on the sand. <laughs> Windows. Yeah. Okay. Um, there is now a wild, it almost looks like burnt sugar, uh, like sheen of glass, like molten sand that is preventing your passage in a whole new way. I run over to it and I... It's prettier. I do taste it because it looks kind of like sugar. Yeah, it's not though. Mm. It, it actually cuts your tongue. <laughs> I, I scratch at it with my claws and... It breaks away from that. It's pretty weak. Through the, telep- through the telepathy, but also out loud, what am I supposed to do? Um, Uli and Bert can hear that. Snack, snack. Snack, did you make it out? Yes, this is me, Snack. Oh my god, he's alive. Yes. Did you make it out? Where are you? I'm back from where we were before. Are, are you cut off from us? It appears to be that way, yes. By what, the boulder or the sand? The, the sand stuff. Yes. Are, are you well, Bert? Uli? God, I think there's a lot more Been to- better. Yeah, I, we don't have time to talk. Okay. Well, Can you get us out or no? I'm trying. I'll just start scratching at the sand. Uh, snack, as you're scratching at the sand and the glass and kind of pulling it away, it just keeps filling in in front of you. And it seems like hours of work is going to get you nowhere. At the same time, a beautiful shiny blue circle opens up right in front of you, illuminating this room that you're in. I shoot it with Eldritch Blast. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, Great. <laughs> noted. Noted. Interesting. Okay. On the other side of the circle, you see um, 
darkness and then you shoot an eldritch blast into it and you see like a flash of bright purple and you see like a beautiful jacket. Hmm. Farewell, Uli and Bert. Hopefully I will see you again someday. I jump into this. What the heck does that mean? You're supposed to get us out. (laughs) All right. uh, No response from Snack on that. Bert and Uli, it is down to you. Did he just Uh, die? uh, Who knows? Okay, Uli. Nobody else is responding to your telepathy. Bert, I think I killed them all. Now, here's what we're going to do. You're going to push that boulder straight through that pile of sand and get us out of here. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad I put the Dave patch on. (laughs) I'm going to give it a little tap with this hammer I found. Okay. And then you're going to push it as hard as you can, and the momentum will push through the sand. And then a blue arrow will appear, and then it'll go ding, 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 ding. We're going (laughs) to shoot All right, are you ready? Uh, Yeah. Bert makes a little impact with his mallet, and Bert, this boulder that is four times the size of Uli, just starts rolling down the room. Oh. And then comes to a halt. Get it, Uli! Do you need me to... I'll just, like, <laughs> flick it with my finger. Uh, Uli, by the time you get to it, it's already too heavy. Bert, you realize that you have Ow. you have to play this like croquet. <laughs> Bert, what the fuck? You broke my finger. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for the listeners out there to clarify, Bird is using the gravity hammer to lighten the boulder as he hits it. However, the lightning effect of the gravity hammer lasts for about a quarter of a second. Okay. Do Wait, you... If we time it better, will this work? What if you push the boulder? <laughs> what are you doing? I am enjoying watching <laughs> this happen. All right. Well, I'll give it a big wind up then. Okay. Um, just make an attack roll. Yeah. I'm just curious if you crit this thing. Um, 15. Okay. With my strength modifier, that's a 15. All right. <laughs> it's a solid hit. Uh, Uli, this is a impressive feat of strength. Uh, Bert hits this thing, and it immediately uh, slides in the dirt towards this pile of sand and then rolls kind of at the end of its trajectory, and it firmly lodges itself uh, into the sand. On its way, you could see it, like, breaking off pieces of the cave and, like, scraping against bricks and smashing them. You can tell this thing is heavy, but it's not enough to get through the sand. It just stops. No, I'm out of ideas. The room explodes with dust as part of the ceiling caves in again. <laughs> okay, so we need... Just, uh, I grab Bert and I cast Banishment at a sixth level. Okay. So that we both just Herp. go into a different realm. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. God. <laughs> just to give us time to think. Uh, and you've done it with uh, Tibio before. Yeah. <laughs> so where are we? A harmless demiplane. Okay. Okay. So it's just like a completely white room with no features. Yes. That is the harmless demiplane. <laughs> Uli, did we die? Uh, I sure hope not. You can let go of me now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and I like unhug him. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's canonical also that in the harmless demi plane, there is a high top with two glasses of water. Mm. Sure. Mm. Sure. I am a little parched. (laughs) I was just playing this like ding, 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 ding. So, um, we only have a minute here, but I thought we could think because I couldn't think with, you know, rocks falling on my head. Yeah, things were getting a little, little heavy. No pun intended. You can't like. No, I can't. I can't undo this. Uh, I don't know any teleports or anything either. You guys notice at this point, after using banishment, uh, your telepathy is broken even between each other now. 
Mm. Great. Got about 30 seconds left. I have Dimension Door, but there's no guarantee I could Dimension Door us. Uh, we could get out to where Snack was. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what happened to Snack. It's got... I can do it, like, pretty far. Um, that might be our best bet. So just, like, lock and load it? Yeah, and hope that Holly and Tibio and Emery found a way out themselves. Yeah. You appear in a dusty cave. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hold on tight. And then I... Dimension Doris Backwards. Out, back. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're out into a much clearer area where you can see the light from the uh, initial treasure chamber. <sighs> Snack. Snack. Is our telepathy still off now that we're back? Correct. Interesting. Okay. That fucking sucked. And I never want to go in a cave again. Uli disappears. Bert, when Uli disappears, you catch just the last flicker of a blue ring closing. And then you see another one open right in front of you. Well, uh, hello? This is not the first time you've seen this, Bert. This is a temporary summons. The very same kind your parents use when they want you to visit. <gasps> mm. Oh, why would they do this now? You see uh, the portal meant for you is beginning to close. Well, it's a way out of here, I guess. Hup. All right. Bert. You, unfortunately, are dead. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> what? It's immediately obvious to you that you're in the look back on your life phase of the afterlife because you're looking at your childhood wardrobe. <laughs> and you're imagining it's probably full of your old school uniforms. Yep. Uh, your old bed is in this room. It's a, a large, elaborate frame that always felt empty to you. Um. The room is f full of all your like old familiar favorite things. Some of your old games are there. Ball cup. Sure. Mm. Classic ball cup. Ball. Not uh, as good as ball cup, but still good. Okay. Uh, action citizen. Action citizen super. Uh, action citizen. <laughs> you've still got your participation trophies for kick sport and tri ball. <laughs> uh, there's an uneven picture frame made of sticks that you made for your parents, but they put in your room. <laughs> That's torture. That's cruel. Whew. But there's also something very unfamiliar. This room is completely different. It's not the one that you grew up in. And as you're staring at this wardrobe, all of a sudden, breaking invisibility, you see Holly. Uh, everything's just like I remember it. There's stuff, and Holly's here, and Holly's here. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in my afterlife? What? Am I dead? Well, I thought I was dead. Why am I in a teenage boy's room? And Holly looks around with disgust. Don't look, don't look at me. Holly, give me a. <laughs> Would Holly be keenly interested in Bert's childhood? Um, Holly is just thinking about how much jizz is on that bed. <laughs> <laughs> and she is disgusted. <laughs> give, me like, a, give me a perception check. I'm going to roll a D100. Okay. For, For how many times? Uh, 90. Yep. Oh. Oh my God. <laughs> it's impacting air quality. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's got to be like a magical kaleidoscope setting for UV, right? Uh, <laughs> Black yeah, light, yeah. Oh, no. This is my worst nightmare. <laughs> I don't love it either, Holly. Um, Holly, the only thing you really catch on to looking around the room is that this doesn't really scream Engelbert. This yeah, that would be a really hard room to sleep in, I think. <laughs> what? The room, the room screams. Screams oh. your name all the time. <laughs> oh my. Good night, Engelbert. 
Can I hit room? <laughs> please, please stop. Oh my goodness, I'm sorry. Uh, suffice to say, this room does not really remind you of Bert. It does not scream Engelbert. I would, uh, while I'm here, I'd like to do a history check to see if I can pick up on some of the things that are different. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I rolled a two, so that's a 14. Yeah. Can we talk about those bonuses for a second? How the fuck? <laughs> God damn. Uh, How do you have a plus 12? The first thing you notice, Bert, is the color of the room is different, but that's easy. It's now like a sage green, whereas you had grown up with like a sort of navy pewter blue. The biggest difference is when you look out the window and you see the uh, mountainous countryside of Vindorn. But closer in, you see a lush green grass and a blossoming, beautiful garden far out down the hill. Okay. Uh, Holly, I've got some good news and bad news. What could be worse than this? Well, the good news Engelbert. is that- so sorry, old chap. Your mother insisted on letting her friend from the hunting club perform the summoning. Dad, I was just about to do one of my patented good news, bad news. Oh, look, don't let me interrupt. Please, go ahead, son. I was going to say the good news is that our travel to Vindorn has been cut short. Okay. That is good news. The bad news is we're already in Vindorn. <laughs> yeah, and where are the rest of our friends? Very good, Bert. My goodness. Did you hear that? He knows exactly where he is. What a smart boy. And he pats you on the head. Thanks. I only rolled a two, too. <laughs> <laughs> was he in this room the whole time? Or is no, it no, the no. room talking to him? He just walked. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 no. This is Roger Wisherspoon stepping in through Bert's door. He uh, looks at Holly and he just says, oh, Dear, can I get you some clean garments? The dance is going to start within the hour. I won't have you wearing something so plain. Dance? And Holly looks down at herself and she's covered in dust and debris from the cave. And yeah. she's like, oh, oh my, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. Um, and Holly pressed the digitations, her whole outfit, and she is sparkling, pristine, clean once again. <laughs> uh, he looks you up and down and he says, hmm, talented. I didn't get that right off the bat. You seemed very plain at first. Um... Okay. Miss, um, what was your name? Me? Yes. Uh, uh, Holly's a little bit disoriented because she was just in a cave of, about to die, just yep. FYI. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm <clears throat> Holly Hyacinth. Uh, very good. Um, Holly, I'm afraid the theme is deep red today. Um, we'll have you meet with DeVille. Danita DeVille? I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Would Holly know this designer? Fair to say, yeah. He says... Anita DeVille, yes. How did you know? Mm, well, all designers tend to know one another. It's a small world here in uh, this continent that we live in. <laughs> well, I'm sure she got a fresh wardrobe and maybe a bit of a trim ready for you. Why don't you see to it? I will meet her. <laughs> and <laughs> he, Holly, like, squints her eyes and she's like, show me the way. He gestures to the, like, open door and once you step out into the hallway, uh, a uh, a similarly uh, pink-haired with a shock of white stylist is standing out there, and she says, Hello, I'm Danita DeVille. Nice to meet you. Holly Hyacinth. <laughs> the pleasure's mine. Holly Hyacinth. Um, a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I heard you're the... Oh, you've heard of me? Town house designer for this townhouse. <laughs> <laughs> If you mean by 
this house, you mean to say all of Vindarn, then yes. No. Yeah. Um, well, you could have done better in the teenage boys' room. Oh, dear. And she kind of like picks up the shock of white on your hair and says, let's see if we can brighten that up. Maybe do something about all of this. <laughs> Holly like turns her head away and pulls her hair away from the from Danita's touch. She gives you this like fake nice and kind of like drapes her hands on your shoulders and says, oh, don't be like that. We'll have you looking. We'll have you looking OK in no time. This bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she walks down the hall with you a little bit. Um, Bert, back to you in that room. Is is Holly okay? What's what's going on? Uh, Bert, don't be so suspicious. Well, uh, I mean, you know, I'm normally not grateful for one of your summons, but we're actually all in a bit of a pickle, so. Well, perfect then. Um, Happy to help. Are the others here too? They should be. I think we got everyone. Uh, there was a mostly nude guy with a big sword. Did you get one of those? Hey, <laughs> here's the problem. Your mother had her friend do the summoning, and, well, they've been drinking all afternoon, and... Oh, damn. <clears throat> it was a bit sloppy, I'm afraid. Let me, let me see them. Take me to them. I am sure they're all here, and he looks out the window... Somewhere. <laughs> Somewhere? Uh, not in this house? <laughs> I... Bert, I'm sorry I have to cut to the chase. Sit down, boy. I have something to ask of you. Uh, fine. Do you remember those shiny green things? They were, like, clear, like glass. The Very emeralds. Pretty. Your phylacteries, yeah. You know that word, emeralds? <laughs> yes. Very good. Bert, these are very important to mommy and daddy. Do you understand that? Yeah, they contain your soul essence. <laughs> very good. Um, do you, Bert, did you have time to seek these out? It's, it's important that we get them back. I understand it's important, but we had our own important things to do. It was on our agenda, but we didn't get around to it. I should have spoken up. I knew we were making a mistake. A mistake? Well, it was important that we got those emeralds, and uh, it shouldn't have been enough just to ask you. Well, I, I know where one of them is, and I have a reasonable hunch on the other one. Okay. He takes out a pocket watch and says, we've got mm, maybe an hour. See what you can do. He's about to leave the room, and then he turns around again, and he says, have you had time to consider our offer, by the way? I've had lots of time, but I didn't need any. The answer's still no. Bert, don't take this the wrong way, but I think you need to really think on this. Do you understand? And you see him kind of like reaching around his waist and he grabs a key ring and he says, I want you to be really sure that you're making the right decision for forever. And he walks to your door and he begins to close it. But he's locking the door. Yes. Um, <laughs> I... uh. So I'm sitting on the bed. Yeah. And I grab the skateboard that's under the bed. Okay. (laughs) Try to scoot it into the open door before it closes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Give me a a sleight of hand check. Does Bert still have proficiency in skateboards? Eight. I would say your proficiency in in skateboards has worn off over time. Hmm. Uh, What if I used Channel Divinity to 
become proficient at skateboarding. You already mm. used your channel divinity for the day. Uh, I get two, right? Oh, do you? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay, there you go. This seems worth it. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> totally. So uh, it's a uh, it's totally uh, twelve. Did. Okay. Yeah. You uh, you think back to your days on the half pipe mm-hmm. <laughs> and and tra- trying to ollie for years. <laughs> <laughs> your skateboard uh, goes right into the kind of like crux of the door and prevents it from actually latching as it closes. And your father does not notice as he ah. walks away. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tibio. We. Oui. You touched that portal and you went from the shaky, sandy, scary place to a dark shed. And I got Emery on my arm. You don't. No. You don't know where Emery is. No. Um, You are in what looks to be a garden shed. There are extra pots and loose dirt in a wheelbarrow. There's rakes and clippers hung up on the wall and it's earthy and musty in here. And there's a little round window near the peak of this shed. That's like letting some daylight in. But it's all very like neat and new looking. Do I have my bones? Yes. Can I use my bone dog as kind of a familiar? Sure. Um, Tibio is going to summon his bone dog, mm-hmm. Patello, mm-hmm. and send him to peek around the shed a mm-hmm. little bit um, to like peek out to see if there's anybody there. Right. Um, it can get its nose kind of like in the crack of the door a little bit, but it can't get out because you are locked in. Okay. And it, it can't see out at all? There's no, like, crack that it can see out of? I mean, there is a crack in the, like, floor, but you'd be just as well served looking under that crack. Okay. Um, I'm going to use my spine cloak to try and jimmy the lock. Okay. You approach the door, and you can see uh, it's, like, two... Um, uh, it's like a double doors, wooden double doors that close in together, like barn doors kind of thing. Okay. Um, looking through that center crack, you can see a padlock on the outside. Okay, so that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna. I want to investigate the shed. Okay. Nineteen. Okay, like I said, everything in here is quite new and in good repair. Um, it would feel a little bad to bust out of here, but the uh, while the padlock looks substantial, the little metal latch looks like it would bust right off if you pushed on the door. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna bust on through. Okay. I'm gonna like use my shoulder and really lean to it. I don't have a lot of like gusto when it comes to like busting through things or doing crimes. Yeah. So Tibio is just kind of going to try and do the least amount of damage that he can. Yeah. Given the circumstances, but he definitely wants out of that shed. Okay. Uh, huh. Give me a strength check. That's a three. Wow. Okay. You give it a good heave and you just hear the lock like rattle against itself and you hear the wood strain a little bit, but nothing on top of that. Um, when you kind of recover from that attempt, you hear, Tibio, Tibio. Uh, hello? Your father is calling to you from outside. Papa? How, where are you? How are you here? Uh, can you let me out? And I'm going to knock on the door a bunch. Uh, no answer from outside. What on earth is going on? Hello? And pound on the door a bunch. You hear? Tibio, help us! Mama? Where are you? It's plain as day, as if they're on the other side of this door. They're calling out to you. Um, I'm going to try and bust open the door again. Okay, take advantage. Natural 20. Hey! It yeah, seems yeah. that's what it took. <laughs> uh, the padlock is... It melts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
you uh, bust the door open and uh, hear the clinking of the padlock as it falls against the ground. You step out into these well-kept grounds on a beautiful summer day. It's quiet and peaceful and there's birds singing, but it's dead quiet out here. Do I see anyone around? Nobody. You see a small stone fountain with trickling water, tall trees, and a huge estate up the hill in the distance with this big, like, terraced pavilion and then this giant, like, glass-walled room. I'm going to start heading up to the place that looks like it might have people in it. You're walking along this, like, cobblestone pathway and you see all of this, like, lush vegetation around you. And it just looks like the most kind of, like, elegant place you've been to in a long time. There's these arches overhead, just like um, punctuating the area, sending little shadows over you. And then you near this massive archway that leads into this garden. And you see dozens of beautiful women in dark red dresses that are all walking the opposite way to you. There's like 30 of them. A lot of them like smile at you. Some of them nod as they pass, but none of them speak to you. Uh, hello? Can you, can you hear me? A few of them kind of like turn and then there's a small ripple of women that kind of like stop for like one second and just kind of like give you a deep nod, but none of them talk to you. Some good old NPCs on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Tibio is going to try and get a feel for any magic in the area or curses or anything like that. Okay. Do I do like an arcana? Yeah, well, we'll call it arcana. Natural 20 again. <laughs> wow. Hey, oh, okay. Jesus. <laughs> I will say this, you reach out with your necromantic energy to try to feel something around you, and you see your father. He is moving backwards down a hedge maze as he disappears, but he is reaching for you. I chase him. Uli. Yes. You are in the middle of a ring of rose bushes lying on your back. The rose bushes are like six feet tall, completely covering you. I'm like in bushes? No, you're actually in a little grass clearing with okay. like a lamp post, but like the bushes surround you completely like a donut. Where the hell am I? You can hear people moving around uh, this area. It seems to be some kind of garden, and you can hear all these like hushed whispers as people pass by in little pairs. Um, I sit up. Okay. You hear some people passing by, and someone says, Come with me. I know a little spot we can run away to. <laughs> and then those voices kind of like fade away. And then you hear another one saying, I'm not saying I don't want to be here. I just, I'd rather be drinking wine in my own bath. Mood. <laughs> and that one kind of fades away. And you hear, how long until the dance starts? I want to get something to eat, but I don't want to be too full, you know? A dance. Um, Can I peer out like you try to and <laughs> and the rose bushes like cut your fingers immediately ow <laughs> but you can see people kind of moving about out okay. there okay i just want to like blade ward <laughs> oh my god <laughs> thorn ward yeah wait i do have blade ward i'm gonna do that okay just you know yeah but i'm gonna like sneakily peer at people i want to see what everyone looks like okay yeah you see a lot of uh human folk uh walking around here um, the pair that's passing nearest you right now looks like young students. One of them says, Oh my God, did you see that? Are we in a children's tale? And you hear uh, a woman next to her say, There's a literal, actual minotaur in the hedges. Dear Lord, what kind of gathering is this? Uh, as soon as I hear 
minotaur, mm-hmm. my eyes go hazy and I look for the ring. Uh, it's a huge spot right in front of you. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I um, I burst out of the rose bushes. Uh, kind of right before you do that, you hear this, I'm there. And you hear, you, <laughs> and you hear oh, no, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Dave, Dave. What? Dave. Uh, Uli. Why are you here? Why, Why am I here? You're here, yeah. Uh, shit. Why are you doing this to me? Um, I go bursting out of a rose bush right into his arms. He, he's like, like hugging you, like embracing you, and he like leans into it right away where he kind of like holds you tighter. And he's like, hey. Hey, uh, no, I'm sorry, I tripped. Um, oh, and he like backs off. And yeah. Like holds his arms up like a criminal. Uh, <laughs> where are we? What? Um, um, yeah, I don't know why you're here, but, well, listen, there's a lot I gotta tell you about, you know, like, my family. Okay. Can we walk and talk, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know where my friends are. Oh, he kind of, like, looks around. Yeah, so there was, like, a cave-in. It was kind of my fault, but, um... He looks for a cave. Yeah, it's not here, clearly. <laughs> there's a, Uh, but I woke up in the rose bushes, and I, I was holding on to Bert, and then I wasn't. Oh, you and Bert, huh? No, no, I oh. mean, we're just friends. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I don't know where, I mean, this is kind of a nice place, but. Yeah, here, Um, I already kind of went through, but let's go again. And he kind of, like, takes you <laughs> through the, like, this little circle garden area, and he starts showing you these little flowers. Um, he shows you this first one that's, like, this white orchid-looking thing, um, but he touches it, and where he touches down, the orchid turns blue. And he says, it's actually just frost. Uh, it's called an ice orchid. These stay frosty all the time. Isn't it pretty? I, yeah, it's cool. He um, uh, flicks one of the petals really hard, and it shatters, and he goes, huh, you want to try? Do I? <laughs> <laughs> and I just, like, <laughs> start chop- chopping them. Yeah, <laughs> karate chopping flowers. He says, anyway, um... I know I've never brought it up, but my parents are actually, um, well, they're loaded. You're rich. Yeah, sort of. They're, they own a lot of property. Okay. My family happens to own this big mine, and every now and then people want to buy it, and I have to answer for it if I'm the closest family member. It's not for sale. i got to turn them down, whoever this is. Where, uh, where are we? Oh, yeah, I didn't even check. And he like reaches into his pocket and pulls out this uh, canvas letter and cracks open a wax seal. And he says, coming to barter. Wisherspoon? Isn't that your friend? Uh, yeah. Is Bert trying to buy your mine? Uh, I hope not. I'd have to turn him down. He doesn't have that kind of money. So if it is, it's, it's not a real offer. Sorry. Anyway. Look at this one. It sheds its leaves every five minutes. Dave, thank you. This is very cool. Where are we? In a garden. In the uh, he opens the letter and says, "Wisherspoon Estate." Um, it's in Vindorn. We're in Vindorn. Yeah. <sighs> I know, but it's not like we're actually here. I think the summons was only for two hours. Two hours, and then I go back to the cave-in? Cave-in? I mean, yeah, you go back to wherever you are from, but if you're going back to a cave-in, Uli, that's... Yeah, not ideal. No, that's really not good. You can't... 
can't, he what? puts his hands in his hair and he says, Uli, if you teleport back into solid earth, you know, I've heard of this. Uh-huh. I'd be buried alive, I assume. Crushed to death. Suffocate with dirt in my lungs. He shakes his head really hard and he goes, this flower, um, um, it's really gooey and it's petals. It's got really gooey petals. And he like, <laughs> he reaches out and swipes some and he tastes it. And he's like, it's actually really sweet. And he like holds up gooey fingers to you and he goes, do you want to taste it? No, Dave, I really just want to find my friend. I know. I just don't want to think about you being buried alive. Well, I don't want to think about Holy. it either. Well, mm, we... Mm, uh, <laughs> I hand him the tankard. <laughs> he he grabs it from oh, you shit, and wait, opens it up and goes. <laughs> <laughs> he like puts both of his hands in his hair and he just starts pacing. He's like, "Holy, holy, we're gonna die no, out no, here!" No. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Those were mine. Holy, <laughs> they're not. Uh, oh, <laughs> shit! What do I do? Um, too much. Too much. I pull out some of Ben's ale. <laughs> he he grabs it and he finishes the rest of the cask. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might help. And then he sits down, and then you see Tibio walking towards the hedge maze, decidedly marching inward. Oh, shit. There's Tibio. He doesn't even notice you. He's, like, bolting for it. T- uh, Tib... Hmm. He just disappears into the hedge maze. All right. You hear a whisper, Papa, that's not probably good. <laughs> <laughs> he looks up at you with, like, teary eyes, and he says, Is Tibio gonna die, too? I don't... Uh, honestly, I already thought he was, so... All right. It's... <laughs> Snack. <laughs> Snack, you are looking at the most beautiful, elegant jacket you've ever seen. It's got a dark charcoal exterior with a purple velvet inner lining and gold trim. Hmm. You want it. Uh, I glance around and see if anyone's looking at me. No one's looking at you because you're in a very small coat closet. I see. <laughs> well, I take this coat and I stuff it in the lamp really fast. As you take the coat, you notice it's also destroyed because an eldritch blast had burned right through it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and like 16 of the other coats. Um. <laughs> I kick up in the closet and w- grab the coat, carry it with me. Okay. You kick open the closet and you see some 12, 13 people turn around and look at you and go, <gasps> fix this coat for me, please. Uh You have stumbled into a party of humans, all smoking cigars and eating strange tiny foods off of little plates. I throw the coat at whoever's closest to me. (laughs) Yeah. It uh, hits a servant holding a platter, and they just go, right away, sir. And they walk away with it. (laughs) Everyone's kind of like staring at you. Total silence in the room. You hear one person just like. (laughs) I squint at them very carefully. Why have you brought me here? For what purpose have you brought snack? You hear? Oh, 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 sorry, that was me. Uh, I've been drinking. I'm sorry. (laughs) I would like some hot cocoa too, then. I'm, okay. She holds down her hand to you and she says, My name is Priscilla Adamantium. (laughs) (laughs) I've summoned you here upon request of... This one. And she points at somebody you've seen once before. It is Carol Wisherspoon, uh, Bert's mother, the green-eyed lich woman. Mm, yes. Well, what services do you ask of Snack the Powerful Dragon? Carol says, We only wish for you to attend our ball, Snack. Do you know how to dance? 
Yes, of course. Very good. Then it should be no trouble for you at all. We should be starting within the hour. Please, make yourself at home. Enjoy some bacon-wrapped sausages. All right. What is this room? Is there like a fire going or anything like that? Yeah, so it's like this uh, circular library, like a little, um, you know, imagine leather couches, fireplace, like books going 20 feet up. Are there windows? Yes, lots of them. I I need to go. Uh, I need to go pee somewhere. Where can I do this? Oh, there's bathrooms on every floor. Oh no! I look around. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have someone escort you. That's quite all right. I will find a spot myself. <laughs> <laughs> I leave the room. She looks at the rest of her party guests and goes. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> yeah. When I get around the corner yeah. and out of sight, I, I will pee. Yep. But then I'm also going to stroke my mustache. Yeah. <laughs> and then come back around. on every floor. Yep. <laughs> I mean, so farewell has arrived. You, yes. you get around the corner and pee in the corner. <laughs> yeah. And turn into farewell. Yes. Is there anything wooden that is handheld around? For sure. Yeah, let's say you grab a, there's a back scratcher on a desk. Mm. So I break the back scratcher yep. in about eight inches or so, Okay. set it on fire, Okay. and I walk back into the room, okay. as farewell, <laughs> holding the flaming Burning piece. stick. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, oh, you all of you must be here for the ball. Yeah, good chap, I don't believe we've met. What's your name? My name is Farewell. Ah, you can call me Eustace Clinken. <laughs> Great. That's the best one. Hmm. I see there's a fire in this room. Indeed. Very nice. There's a, uh, a, a way too day drunk old lady sitting in front of the fire and she goes, what a pretty fire. Tell me, farewell. What is your venture? How did you make your money? Uh, same way as every famous businessman, I... Farewell flinches and looks around. <laughs> Startled by this. I was selling shoes and then closed that business and then built a tower. <laughs> I invested in a tower. It's going to have wings. Ah, Vincent came up the same way, didn't you, Vincent? You see a hand come up from in front of a couch and just point at you, and it says, Shoes to towers. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Hey. Snack thinks to himself. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to make it, you guys. Someone else says, You should have invested in textiles. They were huge 10 years ago. They're too flammable. Well, that's true. And she kind of looks in with this new insight. <laughs> <laughs> The whole room starts to crowd in around Snack, and they're just like, tell me, have you spent much time on the road? You seem well-traveled. Yes, I've been all places. Through the Fey realm, I went portal to the underworld, and we did business there. The underworld, I say. Yes, yes. More people start to kind of crowd in around you. Somebody comes up to you and says, now, might I ask? An adventurer such as yourself. It is not out of the question that you might have at one point encountered a dragon. I bet he has. Yes, quite troublesome buggers, aren't they, those dragons? 
yes. Almost killed one, but I honestly, I felt pity for the creature and decided not to kill it, so. How could you? Yes, I mean, they do serve a purpose, uh, burning peasants and all that. That fire is still going over there, wow. Such a pretty fire. <laughs> so where is this ball? And I look around and I look under the table. Ah, shan't be long now, bears. And uh, you see row upon row of allegedly beautiful humans uh, walking in and they're crossing past the library into the ballroom. A bunch of them kind of like look off in your direction and a few of them kind of stop and they're like, who's that handsome man? (laughs) (laughs) And then they're just like, we have to be in here, but I want to be in there. (laughs) Any minute now, the um, dance itself should start. Tell me, have you uh, acquired a few incredible dances from across the world? I do have one up my sleeve, and then I hop on someone's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> How do you remember these references? All right, we'll cut from that. Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, Holly, you are being sat down into a barbarous chair, and uh, a uh, drape is being thrown around your body. She says, all right, what'll it be? Um... What's happening exactly? I, I'm i just, uh, they said a ball or something. Um, yes, it's a ball, of course. <laughs> but we're having a special guest. Don't you know? No. Or, I suppose you don't. The special guest is, of course, the, um, she gets, like, way too close, too friendly up to your ear and goes, the spirit shaman is going to be here. Um, okay. The one who gave the wisher spoons their, um, you know. Oh, that spirit shaman. Anyway, everyone here has an open invitation to, um, well, to eternity. Consider yourself lucky. We're all going to live forever. And uh, she says, I'm just going to do what feels right. And she starts like snip, snip, snipping away. (laughs) Give me something that says death becomes her. She says, ooh. (laughs) Uh, Takes off your uh, veil and uh, begins cutting your hair. Um, how do you want to go a much shorter or do you want to kind of keep it the way it is? Like, can she magically change the color? Yes. Everything is within her purview. Okay. I'm trying to think of what would be. She can lengthen it if need be. Mm. It's an MMO barber. Yes. Nope. I got it. Okay. Um, Holly wants a short chin length bob. So it was kind of more shoulder length before. So she wants yeah. it like maybe even shorter than chin length, like mid cheek. Okay. <laughs> um, and then she wants it styled um, like old Hollywood, like um, kind of like waved, like almost looks like it's wet, like to her stuck to her head kind of. Sure. Finger, um, waves. finger waves. She wants it completely jet black. Nice. Cool. And then like finger waved to her hair and okay. like, yeah. Old Star- Hollywood starlet. Style. Yeah, starlet. Like a 1920s flapper starlet kind of with that cool. kind of hair. Yeah. She's like finishing up and she's like uh, kind of like even just drying off your hair after leaning back into the little tub. And she says, okay, well, don't hold it against me because it's your fault, really. Um, but she shows you a mirror and she says, I couldn't dye this part. And she shows you the white shock in your hair. Sick. Mm, that's all right. It works. Not bad, though, huh? Yeah, fair to passing, I would say. All right. Go get yourself some immortality, Miss, um, what'd you say, Haya something? No, it doesn't matter. I already forgot your name, too. (laughs) (laughs) She says, well, let's do something about that. She casts Prestidigitation to create a business card and hands it to you. 
uh, and it says, Danita DeVille. Danita. Holly puts it in her pocket for later. She says, the actual dance will be starting any minute. You can um, go out to the mezzanine or get on the main floor if you want to boogie down yourself. Definitely. Um, what outfit did you have planned? Oh, well, the color palette's a little limited, but... And she uh, opens this wardrobe and it's just like red, 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 all the way through. But like <laughs> a thousand different styles. Okay. Um, and you made all of these? Of course. Holly goes up to the first dress she sees and um, she pulls it out of the rack and off the hanger and she looks at it, holds it up in front of her up and down and she's like, hmm, mm, yes. And she starts ripping um, pieces of it apart and she grabs some pieces from another dress and then she like uses her weave thread to like magically, basically she's going to make a whole new garment in like five minutes flat, like just like with the <laughs> weave thread and not trying to necessarily make it magical in a certain way, but that's the only thread she had on her. Basically wants to make it the most fabulous dress anyone has ever lays, laid eyes on. And it's magically enhanced to be glamorous, right? Like people are amazed when yeah. they see it. Like, okay. So that's kind of what she's going for. Can you give me a, uh, with advantage, have we ever talked about your like crafting skill and like where that lands? I, I'm sure it's intelligence. Let's do that. Let's add your intelligence and proficiency. <laughs> She's with, just good at I making I think the last clothes. time we did it was like Snacks Bracer, maybe, yeah. Yeah. which is a long time you ago. You said with advantage? Yep. 18. Okay. Yeah, for the time you spent on it, uh, this is you know considerably better than anything else she had in her wardrobe. And uh, you can see her like that's fuming right. after you put it together. And she's like, well, that's those are choices that you can make. <laughs> mm, yes, um, that's what I thought, Danita. Um, and then Holly pulls the business card out of her old clothes pocket um, and she looks at it and then she gives it a shake with prestidigitation and changes the name to Holly Hyacinth, fashion designer, Oof. and hands it back to her. <laughs> Holly Hyacinth, Tildrew designer. She takes the card and just gives you a... <laughs> <laughs> and she struts out of the room. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you can... Uh, as soon as you strut out of the room, you see her dive for the pieces of her other dresses and she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> And I think we'll end it there for tonight. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Tim, your DM and your genie. I'm Hannah playing Holly Hyacinth. I'm Thomas. I play Engelbert F.F. Wisherspoon. I'm Tara and I play Tibio Femur. I'm John. I play Snack the Cobalt. And I'm Maggie playing Uli. Hi, it's me, your genie. Thanks for listening to people being other people. If you want to help Master Snack and his servants, you could make my wish come true by following us on Instagram at pbop underscore podcast. That's P-B-O-P underscore podcast. Thank you very much.